0: This death ritual, this exchange of words that has to be done. It was the question his father asked to so us like, Did he die well? And then the response to that is He died in the service of his people, defending freedom. This is also part of the ritual. His father nods. And has his death been avenged? This was the part I had feared. No, father. My father looked up at me You are now the eldest son. The burden of revenge is on you. Do you know his killer? Yes. And does his killer still live? Yes. And do you, Akhmati, take up the burden of avenging your brother's death? Yes. The ritual was complete. We had both said all the things we were supposed to say. And the second that's out of the way, he started just like, "I'm so relieved to see that you are still well." My father said, "It's like yes." I wanted to see you. I said I couldn't, and then the connection is broken. And this, fuck. A human, uh, just like, sorry, but you were breaking my heart. I had to cut you off. However, this human is pointing a weapon at Axe that he only slowly realizes isn't a human gun. It's a dragon beam. Mm-hmm. And twigs, oh, this is a controller. You and I have a lot to talk about, Andalite, quite a lot.
1: Before we get into uh, what this mm. controller tells Axe, Yes. although it is relevant uh let's let izzy talk
0: <laughs> yes go on izzy
1: i'm it <laughs> okay <laughs> oh no i was grinding my teeth the whole time we were doing that oh man so uh, there's there's it's really really obvious that ka applegate's touchstone for the the andalite military is like the american military Mm -hmm. Because the similarities are startlingly accurate. Uh, Because military culture is, like, this. Like, everybody's, like, propaganda, the Kool-Aid, fucking... I was like, nah, 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 like, everybody is, like, family, and, like, you do what you have to do. And, like, that's why military movies... Like, movies with the military in it, because the military has funded those movies, is, like... Well, but if your commanding officer tells you to do something that isn't right, then the the guys lower on the rungs will always do the right thing. And it's like, no. No, that's not how it works. If you do that, you die. (laughs) Like, legit. Like, I'm I'm super, like, content warning. The military sucks. People disappear. And I 100% would believe that the Andalite military disappears people for this Mm -hmm. shit. Like if insubordination is not handled well, um, and the like, and Axe is so like he he has was raised on this propaganda that like for the Andalites like no you listen to your superior officer that's how that works with them if if you don't it's a disgrace like they've done it like the other direction like away from the American military which is like no no no. If you don't obey, you are disgraced. And that is the worst thing that can happen. Um, Because it basically means, like, you're not a person anymore. Mm-hmm. <laughs> to go with, like, other Andalite things.
2: um, And it's like... Oh,
1: they're putting this on a child. All of this weight and all of this... It's very, it's a heavy thing. And, like, I almost went into the military. I was so close to going into the military, and the only reason I didn't is because I knew that I wouldn't be able to get some of the, like, mental and physical care I needed as a person in the military. And it's obvious that with the Endolites, like, they don't get that either. You do what you're told to do, and everything else is irrelevant. And it's like, they're putting that on a child, and it's so traumatizing and so fucked up. Like, it's, like, the worst thing you can do to a kid. Like, fucking, okay, I have a short story that is related. One time, while my dad was on submarine, right? Submarines are dangerous. (laughs) Just, they're dangerous. I hate them. I was 11, maybe, ish, 10 or 11. My mom took me and my brothers to a, a restaurant that we didn't go to that often. It was a steak restaurant that we all really liked, but it was expensive. The reason she took us there was to tell us that a tanker had hit my dad's submarine and almost flipped it over. I was 11.
2: I was unconcerned. That's not the reaction you have to that. So I am.
1: The Andalites are fucked, and I hate it. I love the Andalites, because I love every other aspect of the Andalites. The very aggressive military culture that they have makes me angry in a way that, like, I don't like being. And not to say, like, I'm not in- enjoying talking about this and enjoying reading the books, because I do. But there's, there's a point where if I think too much about it, it's like, I will destroy something. <laughs> Mm-hmm. And so, like, the fact that Axe has to deal with this is, it hits very close to home with me. And I want to take him and bundle him up, take him away from this. <laughs> Just be like, no, 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 no. We're going to teach you better. You're going to learn better. <laughs> like, no,
0: no, no. You don't need this. <laughs> I'm so yeah, sad I about mean, him. <laughs> I'm not being flippant when I say no, this, but no, it's, yeah. trigger- it's triggering. Yes. Yeah. A little it's bit,
1: traumatic. yeah. It's traumatic, and it's it's not the kind of traumatic that makes me like completely break down. I can't do anything. It just makes me angry, mm-hmm. because like I talked mm-hmm. about it before. Like the reason, one of the reasons, like my dad struggled so much in the military is like he had depression and PTSD and anxiety and severe paranoia. He could not get medication if he wanted to keep his job. <sighs> it's the worst. Hey, yeah. hey, if y'all weren't aware of what kind of people we were, hey, don't join the military. Mm-hmm. Don't do it. Absolutely. Fine. Do it. Fine. It, I ridiculous. understand it's three hots and a cot. It's not worth it. The GI Bill is fake. Everything they tell you is a lie. Like, it's not
0: worth it. And the same is true here in the UK. Um mm-hmm. like the manipulative way they yeah. recruit, like it's predatory. It's deeply upsetting. And while I don't know enough about how veterans are looked after in this country, bah. I imagine it—it it can't be much better. And like <laughs> the idolatry towards the military complex is disgusting. It's yeah. bad.
1: And, you and are now we should like stop talking if <laughs> you don't
0: join in that idolatry and worship of it. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. Ugh. Two. So two KAs credit. It's never put painted in a positive light. In these yes, books. I'm aware never. of that. I'm, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not putting, that. yeah, no, I'm not, I'm not saying you're, you're. No, yeah, yeah. It's, it's it, one it, of yeah. those things that like, I am glad that she never does this. She sets it up in a way where it's like, yeah, no, this sucks. And you're reading it and yeah. you realize this sucks. Yeah. And it's, it's, it's a good thing. I like that. It's very mm-hmm. real. That's 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 my whole point with this, is it's very real, obviously mm-hmm. by my visceral yeah. reaction to it. <laughs> yeah. And it's like KA mm. get a lot of things wrong. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh that's that is an understatement. They get a lot of shit wrong in these books, uh-huh. just just between the ableism and the racism uh. alone. Like it's not good. Um but the At the core of it, what they wanted to tell was a war story. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And these um, things are real in war, unfortunately. Yeah. And I think, I think that that core idea of, like, war is bad. Militaries and the way that they operate in order to win wars is bad. Mm-hmm. War mm-hmm. will take you and chew you up and spit you out. Uh, and there won't be anyone on the other side to catch you um like i think they did that message justice yeah it's um, it's done very very well it, it, i know like i haven't even read like the ends of the book like i'm not i haven't read a whole ton of yeah yeah don't don't
0: do that <laughs> i hear you don't do that i haven't read all of the books but like i know that that's something that ka did well with this that's danielle's future knowledge yes it's like it's like one step away from crying about how sad they are about it but also (laughs) that knowledge that they have it's great where they're like ah you haven't
1: you haven't experienced
0: this yet soon soon you will share my pain
1: it's one of those things like at the in the last book and i'm I'm not going to spoil anything but Mm -hmm. in the last book there is a letter from ka to the readers at the very very end because when the book first came out, they received mm-hmm. so many angry letters of how could you end this this way? And what K.A. said in response was, we ended it this way because this is how it ends in real life.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: And this, is, this was never going to be a story of like, and then, you know, the war was won and everyone goes home happy. Like, no that's dance, not the story they're party. telling.
0: Like yeah. the fucking Ewoks no. at the end of
1: Yeah. That no. that's not the story they're telling. Um and like the ending is a lot. Um <laughs> <laughs> but I never felt cheated mm. because of it. Um yeah. because like even as a even as a kid I could recognize like what they were what they were saying. Yeah.
0: And I'm talking about like the way the military and those institutions treat people. Leads us nicely into the next bit of the story. Um, yep. Yeah. So we have this human controller, beam on trained on axe. Tobias does what Tobias does, she's fucking launch himself at the problem. balance first, <laughs> uh, buddy. Um, like rakes this dude's arm who to his credit i guess keeps onto the dragon beam and tobias is there with shreds of this person's shirt and probably some skin hanging from his talons yeah. mm-hmm. and this human is just like i don't want to kill either of you andalites but i will if i have to and he just wants to talk to act which point you're the one holding the dragon beam and this guy actually puts the weapon down and kicks it and aside, kicks it aside. And it's like now um, i'm at your mercy you can either kill, you can use your tail, or you can listen to me. And Tobias is just like, it's your call, Axe. And I like the human that gives. His, uh, my name is Gary I's just like, don't waste my time. That's a human name. That's the name of your host body. I know what you really are. And so he's just like, my name is Eslin 359. And he caught enough of Axe's conversation to drop his full name, Warrior Cadet, Brother of Beast Elfangor, uh, which is finally the Yerks name for him. Mm -hmm. and just like this, your brother is dead and so is the one creature in all the galaxy that I cared about her name was Durain 344 and do you know what they have in common, your brother and my Durain? No, what does my brother have in common with the yerk? They were killed by the same being this is three and this is where we sort of see, this is the repercussions of the kids actions Mm -hmm. that the Yerks in, vi- in vital positions, or favoured by Vista 3, are being shuttled back and forth to the Mothership. They get a minimum dose of Kandoranerase to keep them alive. And it's like, do you expect me to feel bad? She's like, no, I expect the usual andalite self-righteousness and hypocrisy from you. <laughs> Andalites, the meddlers of the galaxy. I'm just like, don't anger me. I said I'd listen. I didn't say I'd let you spew Yerk poison. Um, mm But yeah, yeah. S Yeah. Esalen says he
1: knew that Axe would show up because he recognized the code. Um, And he says, uh, you know, he he talks about how Durain was so close to him. We came from the same pool. We went through training together. She and I, we had been together for a long time. We were very close. She understood me. But I had this important post at the observatory while Durain was given a minor post. So when you Andalite bandits destroyed the ground-based Candrona, Viserpree moved quickly. He said everyone would survive. He said he had found a way, but he lied. Too many Yerks, not enough Candrona rays. It was simple, simple division. So he shuttled so-called important controllers to the mothership and the rest. You Andalites must love this planet. So many nasty species for you to morph. Uh, Durain was expendable um and we learn that Eslin had some small revenge because he mm-hmm. destroyed one of the shuttles that the Visser is using to shuttle his favorites to and from the mothership and it throws off the feeding schedule and that's why we're seeing some of these controllers starving and dying is because the schedule was interrupted and so people are starving when they weren't meant to be mm-hmm. um and the point that Eslin has is he knows where viscer 3 Takes his host to feed like an andalite to eat like an andalite. I appreciate
0: um, Tobias is like, what's that mean? Just like, <laughs> you know how they eat? <laughs> you tell me how they eat. <laughs> I have to know. Please tell me.
1: Esalen looking at Axe, Ac- <laughs> Well, he has hooves, doesn't he? <laughs> <laughs> uh, and. Eslyn wants Visser Three dead. He's yep. giving Axe where Visser Three feeds because he has fewer guards. He's more vulnerable, and he knows that Axe has the burden of revenge. And so he's giving Axe this information, knowing that Axe will feel honor bound to go through with it.
0: I um, fucking Andalites are great ones for duty. So do your duty, <laughs> Andalite. I fucking love. Like the reason that
1: Eslan has for wanting Visser 3 dead is not necessarily petty. Like that's very close to him and I understand. But it's 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 one of those things where it it highlights some more that Yurks are fucking petty. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Like he's directly disobeying uh uh his viscer because it, his his best friend possibly like the person that like the closest person to him ever died because of Visser 3 being Visser 3. <laughs> mhm. Uh-huh. Yeah. And honestly it draws an interesting parallel with Axe mm-hmm. because like the idea of Fuck the York Empire, my best friend is dead. Mhm. Uh-huh. And Axe um especially with you know the conclusion he comes to by the end of this book being like you know I'm I feel beholden to the Andalite military but these are my friends. Picard voice, Um,
0: fuck the prime directive. (laughs) (laughs) Um. But yeah, it's very good. Yep. Uh, And so we're left on that. Um, That evening, Jake calls a meeting. I do. I didn't notice this quote when I read it for the first time. Um, It's very, it is very difficult to be in human morph and remember that you are not one of them. But their pain is not your pain. It is hard to remain apart. Sometimes very hard. We're very emotional creatures. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We, um, we have the meeting. And Axe's first thought is that Tobias spilled.
1: Yeah. Which Tobias did that shitty thing that little brothers will do, which is you tell them, oh, don't tell mom and dad. And instead of telling them, they just parade past them. Uh-huh. My brother did this to me once because <laughs> that- I, I, like, I gave him a really nasty Scratch across his shoulder because I was angry With him like mm-hmm. it straight up Looked like I had raked him with some talons Um yeah. and uh-huh. And I and I was like you know I'm so sorry Because immediately afterwards I felt really bad about it Yeah uh, and I was like I'm so sorry Please don't tell mommy and daddy and da And he's like okay yeah fine And instead what he did is that evening He just walked around without a fucking shirt Like this bitch <laughs> 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 yep, 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 but, yep. Me uh, and my brothers <laughs> also did that shit. We didn't like physically fight a lot, but it was similar shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's what Tobias is doing here. Is like, oh, I didn't tell anybody. I just stood next to Prince Jake with this bloody shirt mm-hmm. and was a, and was uh, you know infuriatingly
0: cryptic. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the Tobias, the Tobias method. Yes. Yeah. Um, I mean, we have this shit. Moment, yeah, We have this moment <laughs> where. Um, Tobias explains. Uh, not sorry, uh, Axe explains what we already know about the wildlife rehabilitation center. And um I love this it's strange the relationship humans have to other animals on Earth. Some animals they seem to have an enormous amount of emotion for, others they hate. I think it has to do with the thing called cuteness, but I never understood but I've never understood the concept. Which is, oh funny, good, cute. And then and now I was sure I never would. And she's like, God damn it. Now I'm sad. <laughs> but it's this thing where he, he's just like I'm not foolish enough to believe I could take on Vesta 3 and survive. Maybe if I planned well and was lucky, I might get him, but I would never live to brag about it. Perhaps it was just as well. I had no future. And we have this reflecting about how he's been forgiven for breaking the law, but he can never be a warrior now, let alone a prince. He's never going to be like Elfangor, and he's only going to be remembered as Elfangor's stupid little brother who gave the humans the ability to morph um and he talks about how he has to morph into human form to go into the barn because there's a chance cassie's parents come in but he feels bad assuming the body in this moment and he's remembering how loran talked about being an advisor to the hawk bajir um and how uh had not been true to the laws of the customs and what if he had given the hawk bajir technology would the hawk bajir be free and then he second guesses himself again just like it's not for me to decide it's just, the answer it's just, to that question is yes. By the way, oh <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, yeah, and at least if I destroyed visa three, people would say he was a fool. But in the end, he died well. And then I appreciate like the rejecting. Like, somehow, that was not a great comfort. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
2: then we got
0: <laughs> Axe walks in. We got Jake sitting. Marco's leaning against the wall, or it so, was all the arms crossed. Cassie's feeding a baby goose with an eyedropper. Uh, As she pacing, do. looking pissed and tobias mm-hmm. is overhead um it's just like the 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 smoking gun as it were the strip of bloody cloth i knew where it had come from and now i knew the reason for this meeting and he's just like hi axe prince jake said how's it going <laughs> and he's just like i'm fine he's just like i figured we should all get together it's just like like none of them addressing it right now yep. and jake's just like laying it out just like looking yeah. at Axe just like the people made me look nuts and fairly said it's another controller and yeah. then like Jake's looking at Axe like waiting for him to talk and then yeah. Marco's he's, like, he's
1: he's giving them one last opportunity to mm-hmm.
0: come clean basically yeah and then just Marco snaps just like we're tired of you giving us the run around Tobias shows up he's dragging some shirt around I ask him what it is and he won't tell me why won't Tobias tell me simple he promised someone he wouldn't and who would that someone be? And actually just like, I made Tobias promise. It's my fault. And then Rachel flips out. I'm sure she would have flipped out anyway. But you know, it's awesome because it's a matter of Um <laughs> See, now you're not just keeping secrets from us. You're getting us to keep secrets from ourselves. And then I, I really appreciate this from Rachel. Just like, you need to get something straight. We're not your little action figures. We're not toy soldiers. This is our planet. This is our fight. You don't control us just because you're some mighty Andalite. Just like, and he's just like, I'm not trying to control anyone. And Rachel's pissed. Like, the information only goes one way. We tell you everything, you tell us nothing. You sound like you're being straight sometimes, but you never tell us anything useful.
1: Which is and a really good callback to the Elemist and their reaction mm-hmm. to the Elemist. Yeah. yeah. Only uh, now uh, this uh, is uh, a person uh, that she can yell at. Yeah.
0: <laughs> and then Rachel's, I Rachel, you said, and Marco hops in, you know, the Yerkes will probably destroy any controllers. How did you know that? Has all this happened before? And then Rachel again. And I love again this how well Marco and Rachel play off each other mm-hmm. as well. Um, but we show you our world. We take you in. You see our families. You read our books. You go to our school and then you keep secrets from us. And Axe is just like taking it. It's just like he doesn't know what to say. He feels battered by it. He has his orders. He has the laws that he's meant to. And just like, and Marco's just like, we're inferior, aren't we? We're not good enough. Backward little humans. And. Axe's trying to like, count that it's not it. And just like, sure it is. And Marco's fucking pissed. Just like, we're just a bunch of cavemen, aren't we? That's what we look like to you. And I love this because this is fucking mood. Maybe I would have done better if I'd been in my own body. My human body was awash with adrenaline. I was frustrated and afraid and guilty. And just like, I can't answer your questions. I can't. He's yelling as well. And I was just like, you mean you won't? Rachel's right, we're just pawns in the big game. It's Andalites versus Yerkes and we're what the Talbot And Axe is trying to explain, like, look, I have to follow the rules. And it's Cassius just like, do you? Did Elfangor follow the rules when he gave us the power to morph? And that's when Axe snaps and starts yelling. Just like, he's not his brother. He's not a hero. He's just a cadet. That's the truth. He's nobody. Cries. And Yeah, and Marco is unimpressed. Um, Yeah, and see, the thing
1: is, like... Marco is not wrong. No. The humans are just pawns in this war between the Andalites and the Yerkes. The thing is, Axe is also a pawn.
0: Yes. And yeah, this and he and Marco's still angry, and Axe is like, I can't explain. There are laws against it, and Rachel and like, I'm sick of this. From and Rachel is clearly not again, like you said, Daniel. Like this is the Elamist stuff as well. Mm-hmm. Like clearly some residual stuff. But Jake steps in just like I can understand and this is where we have this interesting thing of why they're all their their perspective on it and um why and Jake's like I get about the technology but I don't get about the secrets. What's it about? Marco thinks it's about control. Rachel thinks it's about power and Cassie's the one who's just like it's about guilt and shame. That's it. That's what you said the other night. And Marco's like doesn't get it. And it's just like looking at Cassie like she doesn't get it but Cassie had found the truth. What did you but Cassie found the truth and Jake's just like, what did you guys do to be ashamed of? Prince Jake asked me. Once we were kind when we should not have been kind. I answered, and that's all you're gonna tell us? Just like and Axe nods. Yeah. And, and then
1: Jake this... is Jake is just says, like, look, uh, you know, we've given you all of these chances. Um, if you're with us, you have to be honest with us. You have to tell us things. Otherwise, you have to be on your own. You can't be one of us and lie to us. And Axe is just like, I understand. All of you have been so wonderful to me. He's getting choked up again and doesn't understand it. Mm-hmm. Um, he's always going to be grateful. Uh, and he's and he leaves this like cryptic fucking foreboding comment. The truth is, the truth is, we would not have been together much longer anyway. Um, and also. This comment at the end is fucking weird. Slowly, feeling as if my clumsy human legs were made of a heavy earth metal called lead. It would be lead on Andalite too. <laughs> Fuck well, off! Well, maybe they wouldn't have called it lead. Yeah. But it would still be a heavy metal.
0: <laughs> Fuck off!
1: No, see, All the right. gravity's different. It's fine. No.
0: <laughs> lead is heavier on Um them.
1: But, yeah. he He looks up at Tobias. Tobias kind of it doesn't say anything, and, and Axe leaves. And the next day, Axe is doing uh, a morning ritual, but this is a different morning ritual. I am the servant of the people. I am the servant of my prince. I am the servant of honor. My life is not my own when the people have need of it. My life is given for the people, for my prince, and for my honor. And this whole time, he's questioning himself because... Like this is fucking ridiculous. His people are billions of miles away. He doesn't have a prince anymore. Even Jake, his human prince, has discharged him. Uh, What honor is there in just dying, avenging someone? I'm afraid. Mm -hmm. I'm just running into death. Um, Can't I ask for help? But no, I can't. I can't ask for their help without agreeing to tell them anything. And then Tobias speaks up from behind him. Like, this isn't the ritual you were doing the other day. Something is different. Um, and Tobias immediately understands that, like, Axe is going to try to do this. He's going to try to kill Visser 3. And Tobias also understands, like, this is a fucking suicidal mission. Um,
0: and I fucking love this because Tobias is like, oh, it's kind of cold-blooded setting out to assassinate somebody. And Axe is like, assassinate. Like, you know what he did. And Tobias is like, yeah, I wasn't criticizing. I'm a predator. You could use some help. Tell me where it's happening. And again, like the others will help. You know, they will. I can't. I can't ask for help. Jake is my prince now or was. He might forbid me. And this is where Tobias is a clever little (laughs) shit. And we get a good call back to it later. Wait a minute. You mean Jake could just tell you no and you wouldn't do it? What if he ordered you to answer all our questions? Then what? And he talks a little bit about how warriors have princes and get the the war princes and their great leaders. And great leaders are elected. And no matter, and everyone, no matter how great us all, obeys the laws. And uh, Jake couldn't command or couldn't order acts to break his laws. And just like, and Jake is your prince. I guess he's mine too, in a way. You know, he doesn't think of himself that way. No, he doesn't. I realize this. Just like, don't you have a duty to tell your prince what you're doing? Yes. So I guess I'm not very good at being a true warrior. I'm not much good at anything. It's Distressed is not <laughs> um, they're just like I don't. And Tobias is like I don't think that's true, and and actually, like look, I've got to do this. Tobias, you promised to keep my secret. Will you break your promise? And Tobias says I won't tell anyone, and you won't follow me. I won't follow you, and just like tell the others that I'm sorry. I could never tell them everything. There is a reason. It's like yeah, no doubt, and then wishes him luck, and then Axe runs to get to the place where he would find visa 3 yeah and, and, runs, as and he's runs. he's running
1: because he wants the mm-hmm. he wants to be an andalite um and he's having a really bad time um I ran and ran till my chest ached from breathing the heavy air of earth. I ran through dried leaves and rustling pine needles. I jumped fallen, rotting logs and skirted patches of brambles. I ran past trees that did not speak like the trees of my home world. Each time I pictured being face to face with Viscer 3, I went even faster trying to outrun the fear. <sighs> and he finds the meadow that Viscer 3 feeds in and he sets up shop next to a stream uh he sees some andalite hoof prints there so he knows that this is where the 3 you know drinks water and shit and he morphs the rattlesnake okay so um, i i i made this note and then like it's it's answered in the next bit but my my mm-hmm. brain was like does snake venom work on andalites <laughs> which i think
0: is a fair question to ask yeah yeah Anyway, um, but yeah, and we have this. As I said, this is one of my favorite descriptions of morphing.
2: Mm-hmm. I've
0: got to say, this doesn't feel super gross in the way some of them are. Though to be fair, axes don't tend to feel as gross anyway. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, but although the part got- where he just loses his arms and legs and falls on the ground, yeah, weird. Yeah,
1: but the rest of it is good.
0: Yeah, I just like the. Ch- I was a tube, and the open end was my mouth. But then he- mm-hmm. it's very fun. But he, like, talks about how cool snakes are. He's like, he likes being a snake. The senses are great. Oh, the sensing heat. I feel like the K, K, K Applegate did some good research on snakes for this. Snakes, 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 um, snakes, snakes. snakes. Love <laughs> a danger noodle. Yes. Love those danger noodles. Uh, but yeah, and there's like the fangs coming in, which is the point. And he's like, again, we get some like uh, stereotypes, but I like the reflection of a cold-blooded creature. Just like, mm-hmm. it was unafraid. It had no honour had no friends to worry about, no family to disappoint, no laws to break. It felt no loneliness. The snake had always been alone. And we've seen this before with like some of the others, but he takes refuge.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. As I drowned my fear in the calm lake of the snake's predator brain, I prepared to kill and to die. But that fucking line is baller as hell. I drowned mm-hmm. my fear in the calm lake of the snake's predator brain. I fucking love that. That's it's a very cool good.
1: It's very good. <laughs> um he doesn't have to wait very long before uh the this bug fighters land and <laughs> mr three is here, three is always here. Uh, uh,
0: um, at I least like this time we like, expected it yeah <laughs> yeah i appreciate this is like a, a spread out thing it's Just like nobody can watch me eat step, 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 <laughs> little steppy <laughs> it's a thing no one can know we sit.
1: <laughs> no, I, no, we, no. Uh but Visitor 3 comes down to the stream just like Axe knew he would, uh, and Axe strikes and
0: pumps his leg full of venom. I appreciate um, he doesn't realise about the rattling first, just like, oh yeah, they make noise when they move. Oh, <laughs> and is spotted. Um but yeah, and then Tax avoids being hit by the uh tailblade. <laughs> Yeah. Um, and like he's like got to get out of morph, run or like slither away, and then demorph. Vista three is just like kill the snake. Um, uh, axe gets to the tree line or try. He's trying to hit to the, for the edge of the forest. Uh, gets cut off, and he's like demorphing as he goes. Yeah. Uh, um, runs. He can't demorph fast enough. Yeah, uh, he's stuck with this. Uh, gets up to a hawk bajir, he couldn't go any further. He's no longer snake, not yet an andalite, and there's a hulk bajir in front of him. And he's like, "So this is how it all ends." And his andalite eye stalks have emerged. He's rising up. He's becoming andalite. He saw the hulk bajir, and I saw that it saw me. There was nothing I could do. Nothing I could do but die. The hulk bajir swung his bladed right arm like a scythe. It would hit me in the neck. Except, only <laughs> <the Hawk Bajir laughs> a grizzly staggered. bear. His blade, yeah, suddenly enter a bear. <laughs> Um, it's just like the hawk bajir went flying seven feet of deadly dangerous hawk bajir warrior just cartwheeled through the air and where he had been now stood rachel of course not the human rachel Ooh. with long blonde hair and cool blue eyes this was another rachel <laughs> rachel <laughs> in the morph of a grizzly pear. and we got the bear growling and rachel just like oh man i love doing that oh, rachel? <laughs> i asked perfect. no she you said in good? a good that means sarcasm it's smoky the bear finish <laughs> morphing you andalite idiot <laughs> let's go kick some yerk but <laughs> and then yeah everyone is here Axe he, uh, sees from in the tree above something liquid almost or something orange and black and then Tobias is wheeling overhead giving the fucking play by play of where everybody is and just like two Hawk Bajir guarding the bug fighters one Hawk Bajir and the oh never mind Cassie and Marco just took him down <laughs> um, giving the play by play and they're just like we've got to go talk to visa 3 and Rachel um, Rachel's just like yeah Is is yours. Just like, you told them, Tobias? Yeah, I sure did. I got the idea (laughs) from you. You are the one who said you had to obey your prince? Well, I guess Jake is my prince too. He ordered me to tell him.
1: Uh, How did you know where I was going? The fucker wrote it down, Axe. (laughs) I can see a flea
0: on a cat from 100 feet away. You think I could read that note? note. You make me very angry, Tobias. Yeah, and you get on my nerves too, (laughs) Axe. You still have a fly on it. I'm just like, yes, friends. Friends. Uh, Friends. visser Three is being affected
1: by the poison. He's stumbling. The remaining Hork-Bajir run away. So they're um, like, oh god, oh fuck, <laughs> mm. <laughs> fuck um, this guy.
0: <laughs> and and I, loved, and I love this because fucking Tobias notices. He's flying above and he dives, and because he's spotted Viser Three, the yerk bailed, and yep. got into the water. Yeah. And they can't catch him.
1: The Yurk gets away. And what they're left with is, uh, Aloran, um, who is, uh, Viscer 3's host. Um, who
0: begs for them to kill him.
1: Yes. Uh, kill me before he takes me over again, please. Um, and Axe is, can't believe that Aloran is still aware. Still alive in there, mm. um and he's like, fuck you know, I may have already you, killed yeah. you, um, but like Aloran is like,
0: the go ahead. Yeah, jake said that all the hosts give up eventually. Mm-hmm. He's like, huh fuck you,
1: yeah. um And Aloran says that you don't understand. Vista Three has back back and forces ready. They'll be here in just a, a couple of minutes. They'll keep this body alive. um So you have to kill me, and acts as like I. I can't do that. Um, And we get this just like heartbreaking. He'll take me again, the Andalite said, begging. The Yerks will find him and bring me to him again. Please, I can't live that way. The things I've seen, you don't understand. It's horrible. And he tries to use his own tail blade. um,
0: But he's too weak. uh, And... This bit here, where he says that he understands that Axe can't kill him, the compassion he has towards this child,
2: mm-hmm.
0: and says, "Okay, then, can you please get a message?" Uh, he yeah. explains what he was, War Prince. He's like, he had a wife and children. Tells them that he still hopes and that he still loves his, loves them. Yes. Yeah. And he's like, "Yes, War Prince. I will tell him, Do you have any other orders for me?" And then Aloran just takes it and just, like, fight them. They are stronger than you think. They have infiltrated. They are on the home world.
2: Fight. And then he falls unconscious. And the Animorphs bug out. Um,
1: although I – which I understand why Axe can't do it.
0: One of the others could have.
1: Yeah. I'm, I'm surprised. Honestly, that Rachel or Jake wouldn't um, really.
0: What you need is April. <laughs> it's Ariel there? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Ariel. I um, can definitely recommend. But the see, effectiveness that's... at killing and a light body. Yeah, but, but again, see... we. I mean, we've seen,
1: <laughs> uh, we've seen that they like. It's one thing to kill controllers in the heat of battle. It's another thing to have. Uh, yeah.
0: Dying host in front of you. If yeah. they'd had um. the time to think about it and talk it out, I feel like maybe they would have been able to. Mm-hmm. But they don't have that time. No.
1: Yeah. So. Also, K.A. Applegate didn't want to bring, you know, Viscer 1 on these children.
0: <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. But yeah, so we have this hard cut after that, and we have Axe explaining
1: serious the core of Serious
0: Kindness. Um, also, he hey. Explains- Hey, really mm-hmm.
1: quick, Danielle, Um, the quote <laughs> from the thing, I don't uh, know if that's where you were like, got live free or die from, but <laughs> it's not, I got live free or die from the Horde Ah, okay. Yeah. So this is just a fun coincidence. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh huh. Anyway, continue. <laughs> <laughs> yeah because the quote at the beginning of this chapter is give me liberty give me death a, a human named patrick henry said that i wonder if the yorks knew before they came to conquer earth that humans said things like that i wonder if the yorks knew what they were getting into which is a nice uh echo of jake's mm-hmm. observations when he was infested
0: yeah
1: of like the yorks just being like why won't you just fucking give up <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. it's like nah we don't do that
1: nah yeah but Axe is explaining the law of Ciro's kindness. Uh, he says that it means that they're not allowed to transfer advanced technology to any other race. It's a very important law, one of our most important laws. Um, Marco is being snide and trying to talk about, you know, how the just want to stay on top, which like kind of, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. but Axe explains that Ciro was a warrior and a scientist, and he was in charge of the first Andalite expedition to the homeworld. And the others start to realize, as Axe says, Ciro felt sorry for the Yerks. They were an intelligent species. They used a primitive species called Geds as hosts. But the Geds were nearly blind, clumsy, not very useful. The Yerks had never even seen the stars, let alone been able to leave their own planet. Ciro felt sorry for them. Ciro was a kind, decent Andalite. Cassie figures it out first, that that's the shame the Andalites are hiding. Rachel, bless her heart, uh, still doesn't get it until Cassie says Ciro gave the Yurks advanced technology. Ciro thought the Yurks would be able to travel the stars as we did. Should be able to travel the stars as we did. At first, it seemed like the right thing to do. But then, a species called the Nahara. By the time we found out, it was too late. The entire species was enslaved. Then came the hork the Taxons, and other planets. Other races were falling to the Yurk Empire. They spread like a disease. Millions, billions of free people have been enslaved or destroyed by the Yerks because of Ciro, because of us, because of the Andalites. And everyone just kind of sits in that for a second. And uh, Axe is like, all right, well, now they know they're going to hate me. Um, I just confirmed that they're all of their suspicions about the Andalites not being heroes. And they're going to see that the Andalites are not their saviors. And Marco's like, Marco, the one who's been like, hey, Axe, you're being a shit, is like, well, but elfanger broke the law of Zero's kindness. Um, and Axe says, yes, but I will take the blame for him. Elfengor was a great hero. His name would be destroyed. I'm a nobody. I have taken the blame. If I help you and your humans become a new race of conquerors, if you become the New York someday, my people will talk of ax- aximalized kindness. And I'll be the one who goes down in history as the new example of a fool. And Marco's just like, man, I was really getting into disliking you. <laughs> <laughs> and Ax like, just like, what? What? <laughs> what? what? But all of them are smiling and they're just like, yeah, we get it. A long time ago, someone tried to be nice and it didn't work out he hoped everyone would get along and that we'd all go to the stars together and the result was terrible and cassie's like you don't stop hoping just because it doesn't always work out you get more careful you get wiser maybe but you keep hoping i love that axe is getting to see this like other perspective of that event like wait Mm. yeah wait i can think about this in a different way i don't have to drink the cool I love it.
0: But then it's just like, we have this moment and, like, uh, and Joe's like, we don't want you to break the laws. We just want you to trust us. Be one of us. Because he's like, you're not alone. Maybe we aren't your people, but we are your friends. And this is why I love, Marco. Your boy, Zero, wasn't wrong. He just hooked up with the wrong species. He's like, oh, they, we aren't the Urks. We're Homo Sapiens, Jack. Humans. Adelaide want someone to cruise the stars with them. We're the ones. You bring the spaceships. We'll bring the Raisinets and Cinnamon Buns. And then we have this line from Axe: "You'll do more than that. You learn very quickly. Someday you may be greater than the Andalites." That's so good. Beautiful callback to the line earlier. Mm -hmm. He's like, "No, Prince Jake said because whatever we learn, you'll learn. We'll do it together, human and Andalite, Andalite and human. It isn't possible. We're two different species from two different worlds, a billion Earth miles apart." Axe man. Tobias said, tell me, what does an andalite want most? What is it you guys are fighting for? And he knows because he's fucking heard the rituals. Mm
1: -hmm. Just like,
0: for freedom, of course, I said. And what do humans want most, Tobias asked. Freedom, Prince Jake said. Freedom, Rachel said, nodding her head. Freedom, said Marco and Cassie together. Freedom, Tobias said. Different bodies, different species maybe, but who cares? We agree on what matters. So good. For a few minutes, I said nothing. I guess I felt a little overwhelmed. Then I realized something that made me laugh. See, it's already happening. I said, what? Rachel asked. You humans are already teaching Andalites something new. You're right. We fight the same battle for the same goal. And Rachel's like, the uh, the Andalites on your home world may not like that idea. Rachel said, no, they won't. They have their laws and customs. They think they know what's right. If I ever go home, I'll have a lot to explain. Maybe so, Tobias said, but I know one Andalite who would have been proud of you. He's like, are you with us? Prince Jake asked. Yes, Prince Jake. I said, don't call me Prince. Yes, Prince Jake. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, and And then we have this great where we're just like, all right. Now that's over with. And now that we're all finally all leveling and telling the truth, I think we have one very big question for Axe. One huge question that will put our new friendship to the test. One gigantic question. Everyone nodded in agreement. What? I asked nervously, how, how, how do you eat without a mouth? <laughs> and then Marco Demar is just like, we eat as we run. Our hooves crush the grass and the nutrients are absorbed into our systems. We drink in the same way by putting a hoof into water. Oh, so that's the whole thing with the morning ritual when you stick a hoof in the water, Tobias said. And Rachel like, morning ritual? What morning ritual? You t-? Rachel asked, yeah, tell us. Okay. Max agrees. I'll tell you everything. Everything I know. I looked directly at Tobias as I said that. I met his fierce, intense hawk's gaze. I wanted him to understand that I would answer his question as well. The question I knew must be burning inside him. But the question never came, and I heard in my mind an echo of Tobias's words. Different bodies, different species maybe, but who cares? We agree on what matters. Neither I nor my shorn Tobias is capable of smiling. But just the same, there are times when we look at each other and understand each other. And smile. They're <sighs> Autistic mood. Yes. Not good at doing expressions the way we're supposed to, but we get it
2: yes uh,
1: and then we get a brief epilogue where axe is basically threatening eslin the dude at the observatory <laughs> like look you're gonna p- patch me through here or i'm gonna tell viscer three that it was you who set him up <laughs> <laughs>
0: so you just like do it once then i'll leave you alone
1: yeah i'll be gone from your miserable life um it takes a few minutes but they get through um mm-hmm. and axe uh is connected to, uh, Lirum. And he says I won't be able to call again most likely. I have a message I need sent to the wife of Aloran cemetery Carras from her husband. It was nice to see old Liram's eyes go wide all of a sudden. The he knew exactly who Aloran was, what he was. Her husband sends his love. He still hopes for the day when he will be freed. Is that all you have to say, Aris Aximili? No, I have this to say too. "'You tried to save the Hork-Bajir and still live by all our laws, still keeping all our secrets, but you failed. "'Do not say what you are about to say,' Aximalai, Lirum warned. "'Do not disobey the laws of our people. I—' "'Prince Lirum, these humans are my people now. "'And, sir, with all due respect to the law and to you, I won't let the humans be destroyed as the Hork-Bajir were destroyed. "'Not while I live.' Liram's eyes narrowed dangerously. It must run in your family, he growled. You're just like your brother, Elfangor. And Axe laughs. Thank you, Prince. Mm-hmm. Thank you very much.
2: Oh, he's
0: book? so good. Axe's just good. like, fuck you. <laughs> yeah, I do appreciate it. that's the equivalent of a gun. It's your gun. <laughs> uh, it's so good. Yep.
1: Yep. Yep. Yep and that's it that's the book yep (laughs) so long (laughs) (laughs) y'all we're like 40 minutes over Mm -hmm. Uh, okay so so i know we have the other questions that we have to answer but i have one and i don't know if i actually want the answer to it i just want to say the question and see if danielle does the laugh that they do when there's future knowledge involved Mm -hmm. or i just get a straight answer which is Is it possible to age DNA in Morph? Uh... (laughs) This is one of those questions where it's hotly debated in fandom and the authors have no fucking idea. Okay, cool. Straight answer. Not not horrible future knowledge. Yeah, the authors... uh, the authors have been asked this question and, and, you know, where people are like, oh, is it this thing or is it this thing? And they're like, what? Both great ideas those are. (laughs) 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 I wish we had thought of that. (laughs) It's, yeah, it's not really touched on in the books. That's fair. Also something that I, uh, when I was reading and making my notes, almost wrote down several times was Andalite brainworms. And I'm sure that they would not appreciate that. (laughs) 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 Yep. Uh, We did have one question from the Discord uh, from uh, Kit, I believe. Yep, from Kit. I think it was Kit um how much of the andalites arrogance is because they really feel superior to other species and how much of it is the species-wide trauma and guilt over realizing it was one of their own who unleashed the yurks on the galaxy yes the answer is yes (laughs) the answer is yes um as as dirk pointed out like probably most of the warriors are just assholes Mm -hmm. uh but the sylvian civilians are probably a little more chill about it yeah i think some of it also probably like at first it was like the species-wide trauma and guilt over what was happening that evolved into an arrogance because like it they made the law and the law means that they cannot tell things to other races and so it just kind of evolved into an arrogance and maybe that's their justification for following the law like maybe it makes it feel better yeah. I mean, it's, it's all very patronizing to begin with, yes. right? Like mm-hmm. going to another planet and being like, oh, these people don't know how to do X, Y, Z. Let me teach them because they need to know. Um,
0: it's very white savior. Yeah. <laughs> yes. That's
1: exactly what it is. Um, and like when we, we get a little bit of this history at the very beginning of the hork Chronicles, Chronicles, um, which is why I can't wait to get to that book. There's so much <laughs> information in it. Um mm. But the like e- the Andalites that we see there, like Prince Zero, is cool um, and kind and just wanted to educate the natives. Mm. Mm. Uh, gag me. Um, but uh, like Aloran is in that book, and Aloran's a fucking dick. <laughs> 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 like, <laughs> like (laughs) Lauren is the worst um and like so the answer to this question is yes (laughs) um I think a lot of the Andalite military and the Andalite like forward projecting Mm -hmm. force is very much this arrogance very much the Oh, we're incredibly smart, and we have this powerful military, and you know all this other sort of stuff. Whereas I think the civilians, and we see it a little bit with with Axe, right? Where Axe mm-hmm. is interested in learning what the humans have to teach him, yeah. Uh, because he hasn't he hasn't been made a full warrior yet. He's still a kid. He he still has some of that other um, he's still kind full of full of innocent curiosity. <laughs> Exactly. Exactly. The, um, the Kool-Aid hasn't so, seeped think, into his skin. Yes. <laughs> and so I think like Andalites, I think there's probably a uh, kind of superiority complex in the way that uh, a lot of Americans who don't think about it enough have, um, especially towards other countries Oof. where, you know, we're just like, Oh Yes. Uh, we are the best country on earth and it's like uh are we no we're
0: not <laughs> <laughs> we are not by far by far i don't i don't want to draw a too heavy-handed analogy here mm-hmm. but it does feel a little bit like not white supremacy in the aggressive sense mm-hmm. of like but in that default way of thinking mm-hmm. the, about it the kind of nationalistic yes Yeah, because it's not like we're better because we're this just like that default way of thinking, just like oh well, white people are better. Yeah, oh black people don't feel pain the same way. Mm. Just that Mm. natural default, just like Mm. they can't help it. They're not. It's not that we try. It's just we happen to have things that make us better.
1: Yeah, yeah. It it's gross. Yeah, super gross. Absolutely. Um, But it it definitely does like. That parallel is very strong, um, and it. I think again, a lot of the the civilians in on the Andalite homeworld can learn and be taught, and I think there are probably a lot of Andalite warriors who can learn and be taught, and we'll see a little bit of that in book th- eighteen. Um, but you know, there's there's definitely. Andalites have their own white supremacists mm-hmm. uh, and yeah. most of them are in the military.
0: Uh, uh, hey, go figure. Hey, oh, <laughs> almost like military complexes and please police- attract those people with that kind of thinking to them. Yeah, who would it's known? weird. People that want to have power and ex- and uh, exert their presumed superiority over others are drawn to certain careers. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. No. Uh the so uh
1: that's a long answer to your question. Can, <laughs> the short answer is Yes Andalites suck. <laughs> they they just suck a lot. Mm, they suck so much.
0: Um, yeah. Uh Oh god, they're white liberals. Uh, <laughs> uh, you're not wrong. <laughs> uh, there we go. Let's move on you before I just fucking wrong.
1: die. <laughs> yeah <laughs> all right uh so that was the only uh discussion question we got from someone else mm. so let's move on to our kind of normal questions uh what was your favorite part izzy when axe said fuck you <laughs> to <Lyra>. <laughs> <laughs>
2: honest to god Hmm. Mm.
0: i don't know if i have a specific part i just really enjoyed getting to see uh Ax and Tobias's friendship, yes, yeah. the way it's viewed, and just like that decision of becoming—no, he is my shroon—and just like that, maybe that realization at the end, there for Ax, just like that crystallization of everything between the two of them. Mm-hmm. Just <gasps> their so relationship, good. their friendship means a lot to me. Yeah, okay, guys? yeah, it's good. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's good. It's good.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um. What yeah, all of out? the Axe and Tobias interactions are fucking phenomenal. Um, I love everything about them. Um, and I just love watching their relationship. <laughs> um, and I think, uh, besides that, I actually really, really like the moment when, uh, Larum basically tells Axe, like, hey, you're gonna take the fall for this. Um, Not because it's good, but because it's well written. It's powerful. Yeah, yeah, narratively, it's extremely powerful. Like you can you can feel your stomach drop in the same way that Axis does. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, Because like you feel his hope and his excitement at being able to talk to his own people so Mm -hmm. strongly for the first half of this book. And then for him to be basically spat upon like that. Is woof, Yeah, it's part of why I had such a visceral nothing reaction. Like,
0: uh, mm? it's part of why I had such a visceral reaction. <laughs> there's, there's nothing quite like the moment of somebody hearing the gears of the propaganda machine turning for the first time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Just like, oh, yeah, that's how things work. <sighs>
1: All right. Uh, did anything surprise you? the snake venom works on (laughs) (laughs) analysts? what i'm sorry hold on that doesn't seem right Eh. i mean neurotoxins their brain isn't the same but yeah it's similar enough it's one of those things where it's like i'm interested to know the like breakdown of how it affects them because to me stuff like that I feel like it's lazy to be like, oh, yeah, it just it affects them the same. It's like, no, 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 they're different. They're set up differently mm-hmm. than we are. They evolved differently than we are. What yeah. does it do? I mean, I mean, we saw Lauren basically just fell unconscious within a couple of minutes, mm-hmm. which isn't really how Rattlesnake Venom works. No. So. <sighs> but also, I'm just that person. <laughs> yeah
0: date uh i'm sorry i'm googling how rattlesnake (laughs) venom we have to get our animal facts (laughs) right Uh, googling animal facts Mm. i know it's an internal hemorrhaging causes the it affects the circulatory system Mm. so it would it would affect an i but not like that in theory Mm -hmm. yeah okay um is this did anything surprise me sorry was that (laughs) The, yes that is that is the question uh, Yeah, sorry. to be fair discord also did a bubble out so i wasn't sure how far we've gotten <laughs> um not especially i kind of am pleased to see how quickly we get that willingness to say no fuck you mm-hmm. i guess i thought it might be more gradual that axe comes to that thing but also it tracks with the way these books are written and the audience
1: yeah it's it's also a problem that keeps occurring um Um, and so in some ways like it becomes frustrating because it's like axe you already did this this, but on the other hand it's also realistic because it's like he was raised you make you make yes you make the decision like okay i'm going to be on the human's side of this but then when you're once Mm -hmm. again face to face with other andalites
0: yeah it's difficult it's one thing to make a decision to act Mm -hmm. a certain way it's another thing to unlearn all the shit that you've been forced yeah. to live with all your life it's like choose like being or like not being racist homophobic it's like unlearning all the shit just like it's an active mm-hmm. effort yeah. and so you're always going to mm-hmm. bump up against that stuff yeah because not being those things is a is a process it's not something you can do passively yeah
1: so. and also like this is he's talking to some andalite that he'll probably never meet in his life
0: uh, that is a billion miles away
1: um that you know he can literally just hang up the phone right afterwards <laughs> yeah.
0: um Peace. Uh, yeah a little bit different to have like grown-ups exactly in your face tell like mm-hmm. calling you out on it like exactly you okay cool yeah
1: i don't think i had anything that surprised me um mm-hmm. i think maybe the only thing that surprised me was how short the conversation with a lauren was mm. um I think maybe I've read some fic where that interaction is considerably longer. Uh mm. and Fine. it colored colored my expectation <laughs> and it was just like two lines here and I was like, oh, well that was anticlimactic. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah. Uh is there any part that didn't make sense to you or that you didn't understand? No, not nope. besides the inconsistent parts. <laughs> Not really with this one. Like, I mean, there's a little bit, and we discussed it at the beginning, like talking about how Axe comes across how he's written. Mm-hmm. And it's not necessarily that it doesn't make sense to me, but it's one of those things where it's like, I wish it was a little different. So oh, yeah. but there wasn't anything I didn't understand. So
0: it's a good yeah. book. There's some sci-fi bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> the- yeah. Sci fi bullshit. Yeah.
1: <laughs> All right. Well Alrighty. uh that was book eight. How do you guys feel? That was good. I really
0: liked that one. It's
1: very good. I'm crying forever about my son. Forever.
0: Fair. (laughs) Very fair. I just Um, got this visual of a deer weeping over an andalite. (laughs) 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 Remember, the deer has to be purple. I know. know. (laughs) That's for the audience.
1: It's a a purple deer weeping over a purple andalite. Because they're furs could be purple mm-hmm. anyway Anywho. um <laughs> thanks for coming back izzy yeah, yeah thanks i enjoy coming back i know i'm gonna come back more <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah pleasure to have you yeah, um, it's always fun to be on where here. can people find you uh they can find me on twitter at the deer and basically anywhere else under that same name you can also listen to the actual play podcast that i do with uh some of our other friends as well as danielle's our audio editor um she does uh they do a fantastic job uh at hopes hearth pod on twitter and um hopes hearth on po- your podcatchers awesome you can also find uh seer art at psychic studios on redbubble yes. uh definitely go buy yourself uh, a goat in a tree on a map. I just drew um, Visser Three mm-hmm. in Shutter Shades with a, a Starbucks coffee cup, um, yeah. with the text yes. "Messy Bitch," and yeah. it's accurate. It's and good. you should go get it. <laughs> it's available on many. <laughs> you things. should make like a. Just, you should make a censored oh one so God. people can wear it to work. Never. Yeah, I will. <laughs> <laughs> I can go in and edit the text just with like an asterisk a
0: visual of like the cap off the top of the. I'm just the visual of the cap off the top of the coffee and just like Viscer 3 looking at the camera with a hoof dipped. <laughs> in the car, it just very just delicately <laughs> dipped into it.
1: This is how my <laughs> one Andalite Delicate OC drinks dip. boba tea. Uh, It's also how Andalites drink Dr. Pepper. Oh god, we get to see that?
0: <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> okay, we have to finish this song. Um, oh my god.
1: there are are, in fact things to look forward to in Animorphs as well (laughs) (laughs) Uh, but definitely go buy their artwork Um, the new Redbubble masks are fantastic Mm -hmm. Um, I need to to adjust some of the artwork to fit on those masks better I haven't had a chance to but yeah Mm. they're very good they're fitted instead of the weird fucking cloth ones I had before yeah, and they're multi-layer. Um, they're very comfortable. They have a like a metal bit in the nose. Highly recommend. Um, uh, and you know, get to send money Izzy's way, which I always yes. like to do. Even though Redbubble's margins uh, suck. Yeah. Um, my co-host has been Jade. Uh, you can find them on Twitter at jadeoxfordrose. You can find the normal their well their actual play podcast home uh follow the leader at FTLcast on Twitter. Uh you can also find them on Dumb Kids Playing Hero, uh, which is the Animorphs inspired actual play podcast we do together, at DKPH Pod. Um
0: and I think that's it. I think so, yeah. <laughs> and My co-host has been the inimitable Danielle. You can find them (laughs) on Twitter at red 90 You can find their games at itch.io forward slash red 90 And you can find the actual play podcast they're a player in. No longer playing Seer, Punchbird, but playing instead a wine evans who kicks all kinds of ass and i love them <laughs> uh that at the room where it happened on your podcatches of choice or Roomware pod on twitter which is also worth following because periodically it's just brian yeah the gm of that game yep. that's Talking just brian's twitter takes his fun, so. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, you can also follow our podcasting guild uh stones uh standing stones uh, at stones underscore standing on twitter and standing stones prod on twitch where we now have regular streams. Uh it's uh what do they call it? Oceanic Mondays. Where they play uh, Bio yeah, Shardays, doing Bioshock. Uh, and now I think August and Anya are playing House Flipper mm-hmm. on there mm-hmm. too. And yep. we do periodic streams for charity. I'm not sure when this is going out, but there will be live streams there. Come see us play games. Yeah. Come check out our VODs. Mm.
1: Uh, they're gonna be very good.
0: Okay.
1: All right. Until next time. Uh, awesome we're 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 good let's good let's do a clap guys let me open time (laughs) 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 that is okay it's open (laughs) all right let's clap at 25 or 35 30 30 30 30 30